Hello, everybody, and welcome to In the Smoke. My name is Mickey, and with me I have Beloved. So, so today we're going to be talking about a couple of different things. Firstly, we're just going to introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about uh, what we think this is going to be, and then <laughs> we're going to talk about just life and the new normal that we are all currently dealing with. So I'm Mickey. I'm currently a pharmacy student and I'm a bit older than your normal second year pharmacy student. So I have I deal with a lot of uh, worrying about my friends. I am the mom friend. <laughs> it has been yes, known. Yes, you are. Hi, everyone. So I'm Beloved. I am a second year student as well, but I'm a science major. I'm also an author and a poet, and I am Mickey's friend, and it's my greatest, greatest accomplishment in this life. <laughs> I paid her to say that. <laughs> it was a lot of money, too. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be doing this, because I think we, we spoke about this quite a bit, why we wanted to do this. And so I think more than anything, in as much as we're going to like talk about a lot of things, we are kind of going to do a little bit of like storytelling, probably some rambling. We've known each other. I, I'm going to round up and say two years now. It um, is two years. Basically, we got the idea for this because we tend to have a lot of really great conversations around my child, my hookup pipe, whose name <laughs> is Baby. Baby. Um, and is the inspiration for the name of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just thought, why don't we see if we could share it with all of you lovely people today? Yeah, it's usually during like it's usually during like a study date, or I don't know if I just like go and visit you in your kitchen, and then we all of a sudden just start like meandering over like this really really serious or even just like jokey type conversations. And it's like, yeah, I think I think this would be a cool thing to share with each other. Because I think the two of us, although we don't agree on everything, we have very, like, interesting views that are not necessarily opposing. So today, one of the first things we wanted to just kind of touch on is uh, this concept of the new normal and um, how that's going to be playing out in media, specifically fan fiction, because I think <laughs> it's going to become very clear that one of my defining traits, characteristics, is that I've spent a lot of time in fandom. I've spent about 11, 12 years in fandom at this point. Damn. Um, <laughs> okay. First, first memory of the internet is supernatural fan fiction. I no am that bitch. Way. <laughs> yeah i i vividly i don't remember much i remember mix it and i remember fanfiction.net and it's horrible like design Ooh. like it was it was bad um it was so I, called I, fanfiction.net does it still exist yes it does it's still around oh, it's, God. it's one it's one of the oldest like fanfiction archives like i'm a bit too young like i missed live journal by a couple of years but i got in right 
when fanfiction.net became popular and then I moved to Tumblr and then AO3 and Twitter eventually. I got the idea for this basically from a tweet that I saw a couple of weeks ago that talked about how we kind of are presenting our current reality in the media we produce and the media right. we consume. Um, specifically in terms of like, I don't know about you, beloved, but if I am watching a vlog from 2019 and I see people just in a giant crowd, I get a bit <laughs> yikes. Like I'm like, really? Hey, are you like, are you like, can you guys just like split up? I, I for a second, and then I'm like, wait, this was filmed last year. But like, there is that split second of like, <laughs> can we socially distance? Oh, oh my god, goodness. I definitely have that, and I think. YouTube and fan fiction are these forms of media that kind of have a very quick production and turnaround time. Yeah, 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 yeah. As co- as compared to like TV shows or movies. So you can clearly kind of track like the introduction of masks and social distancing and quarantine as well like in those kinds of media but like I'm still watching like new movies are coming on Netflix and obviously they were filmed 10 months ago so they don't have masks and socially distance like people and stuff but in the future is media going to embrace the idea of you know this is how the world is now we wear masks we quarantine or is it in five years is this going to be like hey remember that time you see i think your question comes from the assumption that life in general is going to stay the way it is right now because if it does then sure sure i think media will eventually catch on my mom watches the show some of the people, I remember when I was at home, like during quarantine or when quarantine started easing up and they could like shoot stuff. And she, well, I would watch with her sometimes. And the people within the show had on their masks and they right, would have right. the mask on just to like show that like we're aware of the fact that this is what's happening in society right now. Yeah. But like yeah, when yeah. they're yeah. talking and conversing or, you know, they would like take them all. <laughs> so I think maybe like that type of representation in media to kind of like show that we're not ignorant to this thing that just like happened. True. But I don't think it's going to be as serious as it actually is in our day to day. More so, I don't think that like life is going to stay this way because i for one do not want it to stay this way under no circumstances i do think life isn't gonna stay the same in terms of like the lockdowns and the quarantines i do think as a society we kind of have just become i guess more aware more vigilant of like people are nasty and I mean, now everybody, <laughs> like, everybody knows to sanitize. Like, of all the things that I hope we learn from the year of 2020, it is that, you know, keep your hands clean. If you're sick, yeah. wear a mask, like, regardless of if it's COVID or not. I think, mm. like, clearly it happens in Asia a lot where, like, if someone has the flu, they will wear a mask even in public. And yeah, yeah, never, yeah. And that's never been a thing here or at least in more westernized countries but i do think it's a great way to be a bit more compassionate to the people around you like you don't want everyone else to catch your flu i think it's a good idea to introduce these fail safes once the world moves past quarantine and lockdown and stuff i definitely think that what's going to happen is because there was a lot of people who and i think i was one of them who like i always carried a sanitizer in my bag like all the time there's that 
group of people who this was low-key their lives before all of this where it was like if they were sick they were going to stay at home they might just be a few more people who are now added into that category but from my current observations like there is that like that other population of people who simply don't care anymore very and true it's like maybe the hype was there of like oh my gosh we gotta wear masks we gotta wear masks and even myself when i when i first came back it was like i'm not going to risk it under no circumstances but after like observing everything that's kind of happening if i'm in public and there's a lot of people around yeah i have my mask on i don't take it off for anything but like if i find myself and there's enough distance between me and the next person and i need to breathe i take it off because like things here are not as intense as they were in like may for example so i think being that we're still in the same year and people are already kind of relaxing already I think in the next year or by 2022, these type of like behaviors are going to be something that's there as an option. Like you're going to walk into the True. store and like the guard at the door is not going to like tell you, hey, it's mandatory that I spray your hands. I think it's just going to be like there at the door just in case you want. I can definitely see like, you know, those sanitizer things with like the little pedal. Like I can see those yeah, yeah, yeah. introduced as like a normal part of, hey, you're going into the shop sanitize mm. your hands like, like yesterday i went to a pharmacy and that like there was nobody at the door and it was just that that little pedal thingy by the door it's like hey help yourself courtesy. so i yeah exactly so i think that's probably what's going to happen mm-hmm, eventually mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everywhere of like hey you can wear your mask if you want for example since like pubs and um casinos and like you know entertainment places are open like that i think a lot of them are like hey if you don't have a mask on we're not gonna let you in and of course you bring your mask but like once you get in it's like you're the only one wearing your mask so i definitely think it's going to become more of like an option like hey if you want to take this precaution because i think there's like this culture of like freaking out especially when anything happens because like we had was it listeriosis here in south africa a couple yes, years ago yes, that, yes, and everybody was, was like we're never gonna eat poloni again <laughs> and everybody kind of like freaked out and it happened even like i think i think i don't remember the year exactly but with, with swine flu as, as well 2008 where, like, all the, yeah where like all the the kids were like sent home and you know it was Everybody was freaking out. So I think whenever a new development happens or a new pandemic or I come from Zimbabwe and they, we had the whole cholera outbreak with the water and it was hectic for a couple of years. Kind of like just like watching how that has eased on now with like people not really getting stupid when, when, when it's not that it's not like it's something that has gone away, but like people are not that like intense about it. it's now like an like an option of like hey the water is clean but like hey it used to have co- like cholera before so i think it's now like a thing of like personal preference of you're either going to freak out if you want to freak out but eventually we're kind of just going to like chill i do think a super interesting thing that we kind of overlook i think both of us because neither of us have like a lot of interaction with pretty small kids but i had a pretty interesting conversation a couple of days ago about um specifically kids around like let's say between three and like eight who are old enough to like think like they're not they're not babies but yeah yeah also they still the brain is working a little bit 
Yeah, but they still don't quite understand the world and how this might change their own perceptions growing up because suddenly there came a day where they couldn't go outside and they had Mm. to stay at home for six weeks and then they could go back to school, but they couldn't touch their friends. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how difficult it must have been to have like a little toddler and explain that. I think I have a little brother, but obviously he's, he's 13. Yeah, And I think I kind of like observed it, especially when I was at home for a few months. I think the first couple of days where he was now allowed to go out and play with his friends, it was still evident in his behavior that he was well aware of what was going on. Like he would put on his mask and all of his friends would have the mask on and they would play together while doing that. But like eventually they just stopped. He would wear the mask on his way out the door because he knew that like his sister was like looking at him like. But I remember like having to go and fetch him the one day and I get there and this boy's mask is like chilling on his forehead. (laughs) And, And I'm just there like, is this what you call wearing your mask? And he just laughed because like he knew there was no way he could lie his way out of this i fell and it landed (laughs) on my forehead (laughs) so i definitely think because kids don't think things through to that extent yes i think the first couple days it was like oh we have to wear a mask because you know they probably have done the essentials run with mom and dad where they had to go to the store and they had to have their mask on gotta stock Um, up on that toilet paper you know, so I think essentially in the beginning they had that thing, but as they got got more comfortable, even with going back to school and stuff like that, I definitely think they start taking it off. My mom is a teacher and she definitely is like when they do their rounds and like when they're in ground duty, they have to keep like reminding the kids to put their mask yeah. on because they, they want to take it off. I think I had like a shopping trip with one of my neighbors who has a kid and I think her kid is like, two or three years old and he has the mask but like he just wouldn't he just wouldn't keep it on (laughs) and it's like that's like the problem that you have with like little kids because like like you said they were like they don't think too far to like remember this thing like all the time you know like we walk out the house and you remember oh shit i left my mask Mm -hmm. i think it's just insane when i think about the sheer number of incredibly terrible things that happened in a single year it's like an entire year it's a lot it's an entire year of and there's like a lot of things and there's like a lot of things that we didn't even like get to pay attention to because so much other bullshit was happening just as you get over the one bad thing another bad thing happens and i think there is there is a truth to the idea that you can get like emotionally exhausted even if technically you're not doing much but i think that Mm -hmm. kind of undercuts just how engaged we are with the world as a whole nowadays especially with twitter and stuff we get so much bad things happening that like we kind of need to clutch onto the good which is low-key kind of difficult to find on a, on social media. Mm-hmm. But like going back to the to the to the media thing, I had a question for you because as somebody who reads fanfic, yes, have you found that in your because I don't I don't know how often they upload, but like assuming that they like they keep up with the times and trying to make their things as popular as possible, have you found that like with certain fanfics that are writing about anything happening in the year twenty twenty? Are they like talking about things like, okay, so 
then John got to my place and I noticed his bright yellow mask. Um, <laughs> so the thing with fanfic is generally, I mean, depending on how active your fandom is, you could have a hundred, hundred, a hundred to a thousand words uploaded a day to AO3. So oh, it just depends on how active your fandom is. And also like some people are posting one shots, which are like, you know, just one chapter, 10, 15,000 words and done. Where some are posting like, you know, mm. no- novel length, 30, chapter to 100 200,000 word epics but especially mm-hmm. recently i have noticed a bit more in like more modern modern au or modern alternate universe uh, fanfic where some it's it's slowly creeping i think only within the last two months maybe i've noticed where i will talk about a really cute one i read it was meant to be people uh quarantining in um opposite apartment buildings and Aww. obviously in the show one of the characters has a kid so in the fanfic he has the kid and the kid notices oh, that's yeah so cute. Uh, and the kid notices uh, the other character has a uh, paired rabbits like across the apartment buildings so they start like putting notes on the windows mm. to each other <laughs> and then obviously when the lockdown ends and they have a bit more movement they like go and hang out and the little boy gets to meet the rabbits and it's very adorable and i think that was like the first fanfic i read that kind kind of tackled quarantine but also i only read that maybe two three months ago that was like lockdown journaling that you were reading so i think obviously i'm not in every fandom i i tend to spend a lot of time in like one fandom so maybe it crept in earlier in other fandoms maybe because they were larger or uploading faster but i don't know it was just really interesting to me just the slow creep of like oh they mentioned a character's wearing a mask this scene happened when the pandemic when the quarantine was happening like it was it's been really interesting to watch that kind of progression in terms of specifically fan-made media just because fan-made media has such a short turnaround time i think um so you spoke about you know when you're watching vlogs or new movies and like people aren't together would you say that you are like happy with the way things are right now because i think i express the fact that i i don't like what's what what it looks like right now and so when i see people kind of like on tv or on vlogs kind of like living their lives for me i'm like this is what life looks i don't think i'm i'm not happy with how the world is i think it's manifesting more as like this is how the world is right now can we all just keep it together and do what we need to do so that the world can get back to how it was okay and that kind of manifests as i'm walking in the street well and i see a crowd of people and no one's wearing a mask like guys if we want this to end can we not we don't just like we don't just pretend like it's gone already. yeah like because it, it's <laughs> it's very clearly not gone i think i'm with you on the front of when i'm in the street but like media wise no and, i think when you're watching something i think it's not necessarily that like i'm angry or anything like that it's more like if i'm watching a vlog people are like oh hey and they run and hug their friends for a split second i'm like wait why and then i'm like oh no 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 no. this was before because <laughs> for that split second i'm like we don't do that though nope <laughs> like don't do- yeah we don't do that anymore. yeah like i haven't been able to run and hug my friends in months yeah so for that for a sec what's happening and then and then i kind of mm. remember oh no this was filmed in 2019 2018 the world was different i definitely have come across a few people who are like listen i i really don't give a fuck man like 
I know. <laughs> like, just be around me. Like, for me, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to keep my mask on the whole time as I'm visiting you. You know, I come to this joint. I'm not shaking hands. I'm not giving you a hug. Yeah. And I walk into this person's house and I'm, like, about to take off my sanitizer and, like, you know, be in the zone. And they're like, nah, brah, just, like, just relax in the space. Um, Okay. Oh, all right then. Because I'm a big believer in you should allow people to be comfortable in like ways that make them feel comfortable. And I think they're kind of like that would manifest as if I didn't think sanitizing helped. But if I invited someone to my house and they thought sanitizing helped, like, okay, cool, you sanitize. But that being said, I also think it's very stupid if you're like, this thing does not exist. Or this thing is not. Going I don't to... think people are like this thing does not exist. I just think they don't care more. Of like yeah, they don't. They don't care. I think it's a bit more selfish than someone would like to admit, in my opinion. Yeah, for me, I've never been a, a, the type of person who really is concerned too much about like how things affect me. If I'm being one hundred percent honest, like I wouldn't be completely like terrified. If I like went for a test and I tested positive for Corona, do you understand what I'm saying? I think for myself, I was like, I'm not going to put at risk because I don't care. That's the thing. I think that both of us are like pretty young, kind of healthy people. We have that like safety net of, you know, we're not going to get very sick. Just just stopping that thought there is you're not considering literally every single other person who has to deal with you. Uh, just because we are lucky enough to be okay if we get it doesn't mean that I should not take the precautions to ensure that someone else doesn't get it. I think that's just basic decency, honestly. I think that's, yeah, that's definitely my, my attitude as well. So I think it's like about finding like that that balance. In my mind, it's like, I am not accepting of the fact that this is a new normal. Right. That, that, that phrase just, it makes me uncomfortable. For me, this is, this is just a period, a very difficult period that we are going through, but it is not the new normal to me. And when it's done, everything is going to be, and for me, it's not even like it's going to take that long. And in my, I think I live in hope that like, as soon as we can get back to normal. I think we're defining normal differently because when I say a new normal, I just mean like that's just how we're living our lives currently. I don't think it's going to be perpetual. Okay. But I think kind of calling it the new normal is like this is how our normal day-to-day life has been for the past 10 months. Don't leave your house without a mask and sanitize and it is going to be mm. normal life for a good few more months and then hopefully it ends our perception of normal is actually pretty variable depending on the circumstances of not just our lives but also society you know like normal life for everyone changed so drastically when we had to start working from home and remote learning and just like calling Um, it the new normal does not mean it will be the the normal for ever it's it's the it's it's our normal now but yeah i think like until there's a vaccine or until herd immunity or until we all die like you know (laughs) it's like either that or death people normal changes even if there's no pandemic normal changes when you go to university and when you get a job and when you start a family your normal changes with those circumstances and i think just this Mm -hmm. pandemic was just a big enough thing that it could change 
everybody's normal at once. You're very correct to say that. But yeah, I think that's that's just about what we can say. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm hopeful for the future. I don't know about you. I am, but I think I'm hopeful, but also if we want to get to that future, we should still be mindful of keeping safe and being considerate of others and, you know, taking the necessary precautions. Do you know what I think happened? I think because none of us were especially like here in South Africa, like none of us were prepared for the way things happened. I think it was just so drastic that like we were here and then we all, like all of a sudden just couldn't be anywhere. Yes. You know? And I think a lot of people got a lot of like cabin fever from being stuck in like one place for so long. Very true. That like... The moment we got a little bit of freedom is I I don't know when I'm going to get this opportunity to be out here with my friends or they just needed an outlet because it was obviously a very like stressful time for them to be indoors and to like we didn't get a time to adjust, you know, to the new normal, quote unquote, and even to like wear masks and like sanitize all the time. You know, it took a little bit of some time to then like remember that like, hey, I have to leave the house with a mask. I must have a mask in the car. You know, I must stock up on sanitizer. I must sanitize my groceries and stuff like that. I do think there is a line between taking advantage of like, oh, we're going to lower levels. We can spend time with friends and just, you know, going to clubs with no masks or, you know, like that that hotspot that happened in the Western Cape where a bunch of teenagers had a party after their... um trials ended and they just like 50 people got coronavirus because they all went to party in a club i think i understand wanting to but i think there's safer ways to hang out with your friends and to have those good times i think i definitely agree with you and i do think there's some level of use your head like I understand you want to do something fun. So go to go do something fun, but do it safely. Yeah, no, I think I agree with you. But I think it, it's just that thing of like, I, I can sympathize with the logic. It's stupid logic, but I can, yeah. I can understand where it comes from. So that was pretty much, I guess, unless you have anything to add, beloved, I guess that's going to be our Not episode. I'm good, I'm good. So yeah. thank you, everybody <laughs> who made it this far. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. I'm Mickey. That was beloved. If you have anything to add, please don't hesitate to like send us a message, send us a DM on at in the smoke pod on both Twitter and Instagram. If you have anything longer that you'd like to let us know, you know, <laughs> break out your your sincerely send us a email at in the smoke pod at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at, at Diani Jensis. It's honestly a BTS stan account, so like be warned <laughs> if you come looking for me. <laughs> yeah, you guys can follow my Twitter at RBGono Writes. Instagram is RuCritic72 and you can subscribe to the YouTube, which RBGono as well so yeah thank you guys for joining thank us thank you bye, bye.